Hi, this is Mike Wilkinson from FreeEncouragement.org and Greater Grace Church. So I welcome you to the podcast today. This is going to be a message that helps people. And so I really want us to understand how to help people. Because many times we don't know what we're doing sometimes when we want to help people. Especially with the internet. It's better off to try to reach people's search queries on the internet. And then find out what those queries are. Where they're searching. And then, you know, fulfill those queries with uh, content that matches. And so you can go to places like Keywords Everywhere and you can find these things and you can really help to meet a lot of people's needs and see what really how people search things. And it's different than you think most of the time and better than you think. And so you look at those things and then you will be able to help people more. And so you put these things in, in other things like this and um, make things better that way. And so you want to be putting these things in everything you use. Video, podcasts, articles, all sorts of media, radio, wherever you're going, television, YouTube, any of that, Instagram. You want to be able to put these these particular things from the uh, keywords everywhere. You want to be able to put them in everything. That way you're doing more with, with what you're doing. And it's very simple. It's like ten dollars and you can do a lot, way a lot more with your website. And it also teaches you how you can buy certain things and be able to meet the things that you're trying to help with and say and everything. And I just want you to be helped, you know, because it is it's more a better thing to help people than to keep everything in yourself. You want to help people, you help them figure out this because it is very important. Then help them figure out a niche that they can have and, and, and figure out what they can use the internet for. So that's basically what I have to say right now. I may come back with some more advice on SEO. But um, right now, this is just what I've been taught by Kingdom Bloggers. I've been, I've been taught by them, and they helped me with this, and it really helped me. So I thank them. I thank God for them. You know, sometimes we have direction, but we don't have the, the complete direction that we need. And this really helps have a complete direction that you need. Um, 
it's what God wants you to have. And I wish I researched this earlier to try to figure out how to do things. And yes, the Lord is complete with me. And that's, he helps me on to every step that I want to go. And he knows which steps to take. And this is really a step to take. So just look into it and really do your research. There's a lot of keyword places out there that help you. But they're really expensive and they don't help you as much as they could. And so try to just follow the Lord with this and see what he does with it. And so that's what I've been taught and I'm going to tell people about it for a while and and help people. So it really does help people. So anywho, I'm, I'm going to just go on to the next section and we can keep talking more. Today I, I want to talk about my struggle and what I have to deal with, I guess. But ministry can be can be a difficult thing sometimes. I know when I would add people to my ministry or witness other people, I'd have a little bit of spiritual warfare. And that was tough and and you know, it's something I got through and everything and you know, anytime you're you're making you're going across the your borders, you know, to to open water, you know, it's it's kind of like you have, you know, you have spiritual, you know, things that you have to deal with, and you know, sometimes you may deal with a stronghold that the enemy is placed in front of you, and you have to fight that stronghold and fight the the demons that are involved with that to free that, and. So you want to you want to be able to discern what where the battle is and and how to battle it. And so sometimes you need to send angels, sometimes you need to pray, sometimes it's a lot of different things. And so sometimes you need a witness too and, and that's one thing that we forget to do, I guess, is that we we pray for people, but we never witness to them sometimes. And we need to witness to them and share the gospel with them. And that's the most important thing for us. We, we, got, we got it turned upside down. And we need to witness to people about Christ and pray for them and join in a, in a relationship with with them a friendship, you know, and and seek to share the gospel with them. You know, discipleship best works with a friendship. And it, that's really the only way it really does work a lot of times is we have to be friends and and share the gospel with them and and see how they fit in whatever we do. And so we have to look at how 
all this works, you know, and it's important to figure out and see what our next steps are. And so we we want to we want to have some type of plan in our mind how we're going to go about witnessing and sharing the gospel. And so you know, I do a lot of sharing online and that's one way I witness. And you know, I have a ministry website and and all that. And so people hear you know, organically all, all the time, you know, about Jesus. And, and so we want to, we want to hone our reach, you know, we want to see what works and, and what doesn't and, and do what works, you know, and, and so, and you may not have a, a plan exactly how you want to go witness, but the thing is you need to witness to enough people so that you understand how you do it and what, where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are, you know, what kind of feedback you're getting with how you're doing it and just, you know, share information with them. That's very valuable, you know, as far as what the gospel is about. And, you know, it's right in the Bible, the road to Emmaus, Jesus showed him, passages in scripture where you know they had things pass in scripture you know they the uh, prophecies uh you know and the fulfillment and that's one of the most powerful things when you show a new number of fulfillments and you show them look this is there's something real about this and we need to discuss it we need to talk about it you know, we can't just, you know, forget about it or be scared about it or not not do it because, you know, you think that there's too many people out there. You need to figure out if they ever heard about it. And if they hadn't, let them search for it. Let them figure it out. Because when they see that there's something more to this life than just living some hedonistic lifestyle, you know, and just, you know, gorging on Netflix and, and drinking and, and smoking and all these things. There's more, more life than, than those things, you know? And, and so we have to just, you know, be understanding, you know, about, how a person has received God. They we need to understand how they have received God in their life and how they're growing with him and where their challenges are and weaknesses are. And so we need to figure that out and you know find a process to do that. And then when we have something that is um when we have something that's close to our heart and we share we can share with those people and so you know don't just think about who you're around all the time think about who never hears it who doesn't have any friends who needs it
Look for who needs it. And you'll find more people than you think. And so, you know, we we always go for the downcast and downcast and and hurt people sometimes. And you know, we have to go for everyone. We have to share the gospel for everyone. It's for everyone. And so, everyone needs to come to the Lord and have their sins forgiven and walk in obedience with Him the rest of their life. Everyone needs that. You know, not everyone wants it, but, you know, everyone needs that. And so we need to, you need to have, build some type of understanding in your mind about people and where, where they're at. And so, I mean, there's some good apps out there that help you kind of read, you know, things from people. You know, they're a little expensive right now. I hope they, they're less in a while, but you just you understand a little bit more about where people are going with their life and what they're planning to do with their life and how that works with God and how that works against God. And so, you know, we need to praise the things that are are with God and help people, you know, know the Lord. And the other ways. And, you know, everyone has, you know, things that they need to do. And everyone has, you know, places they want to go and things they want to participate in. You know, I bet there's a lot of people. Hmm. Okay, I I bet there's a lot of people that like to, you know, pray for people. And there's a lot of people that that like to, you know, feed the homeless and help the downtrodden and, and comfort people. There's people that like to counsel people. There's people that like to study God's word and share a word with people. And so... It all takes one step, you know, and it starts with one step. And, you know, with a little bit of faith and a little bit of understanding, you know, you can reach a closer level with people. They may not always accept what you say, but, you know, you may be able to build some intimacy with people that you hadn't before. And you know, share the gospel with them and they'll, they may say thank you for sharing that. I appreciate that. And so, even if they don't come to the Lord, you know, you know, you you brought them to a closer relationship. You opened the door for them and a lot of them peek inside and see what's what's going on a little bit. And so, sometimes people don't go into the door the first time. They they go into the door the second or third time or, or the 50th time. You know, they may need to feel like everything's okay and, and know that it's okay. That you're there for them to just be for them and help them in whatever ways that you can. And that, that you know, 
you know, opens a lot of doors for people a lot of times when you just show that you care. You know, it, caring for people is is a part of love, loving one another. And so we want to be able to, to care about people and have them, you know, feel good and and treat them well and and everything. So, you know, that's that's what it is, you know, a lot of times. You know, and and so sometimes we're hindered by ourselves, you know. We have our struggles and everything. And we have to, you know, put our life in the hands of God so that he can mold us and change us and help us to do what we need to do with our life. You know, and and so, you know, we have to examine ourselves sometimes. It says in the Bible to examine ourselves. It doesn't mean we focus on ourselves or we become about me, 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 me. You know, we need to just relax and and learn. You know, it's okay to learn about ourselves sometimes. In fact, God wants us to know our identity. He wants us to see, you know, who we are and and what he's making us into, you know. And so, you know, with him, it's a passion, you know, to help people become who they want to, you know, become, what they're striving for, you know. And... And so, you know, we want to, you know, help people become the most of what they can be and just really let them see the Lord, you know, in, in all the measures that he is. Um, and so we have to make the choice. Are we going to witness? Are we going to pray? Are we going to seek God? with them and seek a word for them or are we just going to stand on the sidelines and never and just say what if I had done that or what if I did this you know what would have happened and we don't want to live with eternity saying thinking you know I could have saved that person I could have helped that person I could have you know been a friend to them and um, let a little bit of Jesus in their life and you know they may have come closer to the Lord they may have been the person that brought them to Jesus they may have been the person that cleared the way for someone else to bring them to Jesus and so we we never know what kind of effect we have unless we you know Ask, you know, ask people, you know, what do you think about, you know, how I speak to you about this? What are you thinking? You know, are, are you, um, open to it? Are you, you know, needing some time or, 
you know, if you just need some prayer, you know, I can pray for you, you know. I I just want you to feel a little bit better about yourself more than you have than yesterday. I just want you to be more what you want to be, you know, with your life and your goals. I want your the desires of your heart to be met, you know, and just to, you know, you know, I, I want you to see what happens when you seek God. And, you know, I just really want you to understand why this is important, you know, for your life. And this is why. And, you know, it has, there's more to it than what people see on the surface, you know. And, and so it's, it's important to maybe look into. And I really want you to look into it, you know. There is no maybe about it. It's it's real and, you know, true and powerful, you know. And so we need to just speak like that, you know, and, and tell people that because that's what it is. And so we share the truth with people and just, you know, let them understand. Bring them under your wing, you know. People are very smart sometimes at some things, and sometimes they're very dumb at things sometimes. And so we have to understand where that weakness is and where that strength may be, you know? And and, and so we um, we understand them to a better level. And so that's what we need to understand, you know, just, you know, take some time and assess what they're looking for with their life, you know, what their meaning is, what, what really drives them, you know, what, what, what's the motive of their life was the, was, what do they do with their life, you know? And so just really think about that, okay? Because that's important to figure out. That helps you figure it out. You know, and and that's really what you need to understand. So seek that out. Seek that out, people. Sometimes you may want to ask more questions than you do give answers sometimes. When you first meet someone, you need to show them that you care. You need to develop good communication with them. You know, say that, you know, you know, I'm not, you know, I am not, you know, the perfect communicator, but, you know, I seek to communicate things with you in a way that, that, you know, you understand, and, you know, something not like that, but, but, you know, something where you're, you show them, and you assess them in different ways, then, then you just flat out ask them what their opinion is, and, and, you know, what's your opinion about God, and, and why do you think that way, you know, that, that question helps a lot of people, you know, 
I, I just want to know because, you know, I'm a believer and I just want to know what you think. You know, that may help them, you know. And, you know, you can go to houses and, and say, knock, knock. And they open the door and you said, look, I, me and my friends are from this local church and we're just looking for people that need, you know, or they're wanting prayer for something in their life. And, and so, um, you know, that may touch them, you know, in some great ways. You know, that's what Pastor Philip told me. Um, it's one of the best ways to go about doing door knocking. And then, then if you're, you know, wanting more information, then, then you do. So, you know, you have to open the door first a little bit, you know, and, you know, you want them to open the door and for you to help them receive something that they desperately want, you know? Some people are so afraid of, of different things out there that, you know, a little bit of prayer is very comforting to people. And so you want to do that and then, you know, do other things too, you know, if, you know, if you're, you know, you know, then, you know, see if they want to develop a friendship with you or, or talk to people, you know? And and so that's what you need to understand. Some people need you to lead them towards Christ, you know? That's important. You look for people that want to be led, and you look for people that are ready, you know? And... And that's what you have to understand, you know, a very deep understanding if they're ready or not. You know, and so that's that's where you you take it next, you know. And so with me, you know, I really want people to you know, have that prayer in their life. And then if you're showing them something from church, you know, you give them a pamphlet and say, this is what I'm about. I mean, this is what, you know, I, I do with my friends here. And, you know, we just wanted to invite people in the community out to our event. And so you can do that. Or if you're, like, selling, like, Christian t-shirts like me, you know, that's when you would, you know, share with them the the catalog. And so, you know, that's, that's important to do is to put some feelers out there and, you know, have a good intro, you know, about it. And it's not about making money or, or selling shirts. You know, it's, it's about the gospel, you know. And so, sure, maybe my shirt may be able to reach people. Okay, that's good. 
you know, and so we try and find some appropriate ways of doing that. And, you know, you can, you know, sell more when you really just have a good icebreaker such as prayer, you know. Some people may want to have a list of things they want you to pray about, you know, because their life is in a hectic place and they don't know how to handle it. And so, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are just needing prayer. You know, they they want prayer, they want to, you know, they, they want to see prayer, hear prayer, understand prayer, you know, feel prayer, you know, everything, you know. So, you know, it's important to just understand what opens the door for them in a relationship with God. You know, so you need to study those that you witness to. You need to understand them like companies do. They understand people. If if we had all the power that, that some of these companies had, we would already save the world, you know, because, you know, they have all this understanding about people. So you need to understand people and see where they're at. You know, that's that's important to figure out. And, and so, you know, you have to go about it in a way where you're figuring things out with people. And then, then they know and then they've heard and you know then they may be ready for discipleship they want maybe want a bible study to learn more about things and so that's that's all um i can say today you know be safe out there and and you know try to figure out how you can make things better for yourself and for others so just bless them and and praise the Lord with them and you know just love them to the kingdom okay and you know that's basically it so I'm going to end this in prayer and say dear Jesus thank you Lord for all the things you've done just show us how to open the door for people with the gospel and how to be um good salt and light for people to be, you know, a city on a hill. God, show us how to just share our light with people. And just, you know, let us share the Lord with them and hear him and listen to him and let them hear and listen as well. You're so good, God. We thank you, God, for your grace. If you never accepted Jesus, I want you right now to just say, Dear Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you earnestly pray that prayer, then you've been born again. Seek a Bible-based, you know, church and put God in first place, you know. And he'll change your life in some really great ways. So just, um, you know, just look for the Lord and he'll find you, okay? 
Thank you for everything, guys. All right. Praise him. You have a good day. So I'm going to do another one on uh, severity um, today and just talk about um, how we need to fear God. It's important to just respect him and do what he tells us to because it's very important to follow him because he's right. He's right on every level always, and we we know that, and we have to follow him because it's the best way. And so when we, when we look at people and humanity and how everyone is, and sometimes we have to understand that judgment is something that God does in his time. He doesn't judge anyone, really. He just judges when people won't stop an action. And so we have to understand that you have to stop what you're doing in sin, and he gets us out of it. You know, when when he rebukes and does that. And so we have to be aware of where we're at on some things because he waits sometimes to the perfect moment. Sometimes he waits till we're on the brink of a revelation with it. And we have to just change because we know that he wants us to. And so we walk with him and, and do what he, he tells us to because he's right and he's always right. And so don't disobey him. You know, when he uh, tells you to do something, don't disobey him because it's not, it's not good for you. And you have to just understand that his good for you is so much better than you think. And sometimes we walk in, in a, a moderation of what he has for us and we don't see the fullness because we're, we're thinking, you know, off balance. And so we have to just understand the Lord knows what he's supposed to do. And we follow him and things get better and better and better. So walk with him. Do what he tells you to. Just do what he tells you to and you won't have to worry about it. You know? Sometimes it's the extra step and we have to take the extra step. And that's important. So walk with him. Do what he tells you to. You know, we can't be always mad at everything and mad at sin and mad at, at the justice of the world. We can't always do that. Because sometimes we have to wait till everything is happening in its time. And so we he makes everything beautiful in his time. He makes everything righteous in his time. He makes everything good in its time. 
And when we follow him to the goodness, we have good. And we have to understand that the Lord loves us and wants the best for us and has everything ready for us. And he knows what is right and good and everything. And so we have to trust him. So trust in Jesus. Trust in Jesus. I I know, like, I, I said earlier that we have to be planters of hope. But God has hope. He is... He has hope in the future. He has hope in the past. He has hope in in the present. And he doesn't walk in disappointment or depression. And so when... It's a little easier, I guess, when we get older, but, you know, you shouldn't put too much expectations on people. Our expectations is God is going to do something good, not humanity, because you can't trust in humanity. They don't help you. Okay? You have to trust in God. God helps you. And it happens in its time. It's beautiful in its time. And we have to understand that we... We have to look for where God is helping us. So that's one discernment we have to understand. You know, some people won't even walk across the street these days to help someone. You know, there's there's too much... There's too many things that people doubt in with people that that people don't get helped. And you know it's it's sad, and and so we we have too many people that are that are like the ten spies in um in in the story of Caleb and Joshua when they went into the land and see how good it was. And the 10 came back with a bad report. You kind of have that sometimes with all these people that are thinking that everyone in the world is too happy and God's out to destroy you. You have to understand that it isn't like that, okay? Take the proper precautions and don't worry about it. Just do what he tells you to. And you'll be better. Take the proper steps to do what he tells you to. Then you'll realize that some things didn't work out because God didn't want them to work out. And some things happened because God didn't want them to happen. Because he knew what it would, would do to you and you didn't understand it. So you have to understand that the Lord is moving in goodness for you. He wants you to have goodness. He wants you to have grace. You know, there's there's a lot of 
goodness and 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 wherever he's at, you have to look for it. Sometimes people disappoint you and you're set up for disappointment. And that's that's their fault. You know, if God told you to do something, then do it. Don't expect them to change, you know, to change themselves and and do something for people because, you know, they're not moving with him. They're they're doing something else. Okay? It's written in the books. If God told you to do something, it's not always in your time, it's in his time. You can't just boss everyone around, okay? It doesn't work like that. Okay? People have their own lives. They have their own things. They have their own goals, their own things, and sometimes their goals don't match up with yours. So you can't expect them to do anything for you. They do something different. And that's where where they're at. And so you have to understand and be prepared for that. You can't let it get to you. You can't let people set you up for disappointment because you don't you you don't uh always have the same plan as they do. Sometimes people don't have God's plan. They have their own. They want to do it their way, their time, their their being, their 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 essence, everything. They they just want to do it their way. And they're going to make their own plans and do their own thing. Believe me, I worked in customer service for, for 10 years. If you can't tell me that people don't try to run things their own way all the time, then I'll laugh at you because they do. They try to run things their way even on the phone with people. You're on the phone with them. And they try to overtake everything. They try to have all the control, all the the uh, things their way. They they want a manager as soon as they get on the phone. They want everything. They want it all their way. And some people don't have the the patience to deal with that. But that's how people are. That's how carnal the world is. They they don't try to see what Jesus wants for them. So they're going to die and go to hell because they didn't believe and they didn't, they didn't obey him. So know that. Understand that people can be trusted. You don't put your faith in people. You put your faith in God. The essence of it, you, you don't, you don't put, you, you always prepare so you're not disappointed. You prepare yourself emotionally, especially after a while when you ask questions and then they say, no, I don't want to do that. They won't even answer your questions because they're jerks. You know, they, they, they don't help you. 
And that's what you think they are. But they're not. They're nice people. They just don't want to do it. Because it, because they don't want to deal with the world in certain ways. And so, just understand that. Just understand that. Okay? You have to be patient sometimes. And sometimes it does work out, but it's after a while. And some things you have to prove yourself to other people. You have to prove the idea to other people with your own success. And by that time, they think that they can do their own thing with you. And you tell them off. because. They didn't help you when you asked. And that happens sometimes. People say no. You have to prepare for people saying no to you. That's what you have to prepare for. Because some people don't help anybody. Even if you have the best intentions, even if you have the best plan, even if you've been worked up a few days into it, don't expect them to say yes. It is, it is more you preparing yourself for whatever happens, and you need to prepare yourself for it. I... One thing is is that you you may feel like you have a good idea and certainly you may it may be a good idea but some people take a long time for them to be persuaded that you're doing something worthwhile they don't they don't understand that it's it's God wanting you to change and God wanting you to do it, and it's more you have to understand that. You have to understand that God wants you to be flexible. Okay? Some people aren't flexible. People aren't built the same way you're built sometimes. They're in a different season. They're doing a different thing. Their goals are different. So understand that, okay? This was to help prepare you for when people say no. Even, even you know, people that want to do ideas sometimes, they say no to them because they can't handle it. Even sometimes. So 
be prepared. And when you're prepared and looking at where, where God's doing it and how he's doing it and what's the plan behind that, you know, then he knows. Sometimes you're if we're like uh, the guy drowning and he's looking for a boat and three boats pass by or people pass by each time and the guy doesn't doesn't use the boat and then he dies and goes to God and, and he said, I brought three boats, dummy. Look where the boats are. Okay? Look where the boats are. Sometimes you have to swim a little bit, even though you're tired, and get to the boat. So I, I want us to understand that we shouldn't fall into the world's trap. Because Satan sets traps of disappointment for us sometimes, and we have to not let them disappoint us. Because the answer isn't that you need to do everything yourself. That's not the answer. You have to see what God does and gives you the answer. Six, ten months ago, I I was feeling so burned out. Now, I have people helping with my ministry. And I, I didn't expect that to happen. I've been doing it for ten years at least, before people started helping. And some of it was, I wasn't, I had my own thing and I was doing my own thing, but then it, it started becoming harder and harder. And now I have a little bit of leeway, thank God. It didn't happen in my time. God takes as much time as he wants. Understand, it doesn't happen in your time. It happens in his time. A lot of times, a goal for God isn't one year from now. It isn't ten years from now. Sometimes it's a while. It takes a while for him to do it. It may be five years. It may be ten years. Understand that goals take a while sometimes for God. And he wants to get every glory out of it before he lets you do it. You know, Henry Ford didn't, you know, build a car company that was successful for a while. He went bankrupt a few times. You know, trying to build cars and everything. It took him a while. And now all these cars that we see on the road are Fords. You know, it takes a while sometimes. 
You may have a one-year plan. God has a ten-year plan. Sometimes God wants it bigger than you expect or smaller than you expect. He wants what he wants and he's going to get what he wants. So I, I'm going to I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do and I'm going to look at his vision for it and follow his vision. When God inspires you, sometimes you're the only one in the room that's been inspired. And so you have to understand that even though people kind of see goals and everything, God does it in different ways, and they're not always prepared. Some people are blind to all the ideas that God has because they're too stubborn to listen. They think every idea is taken and it is is someone else's idea and that they didn't reach it first, so they didn't get it. You have to be a millionaire in order to do it in some people's eyes. It doesn't work that way. I want you to know that when people say no to you, it's not your fault. Okay? It is not your fault if people say no to you. It is, it is, you know, because, you know, you have to look at why. If they don't give you why, it's because they didn't want to. Don't let the devil get to you, okay? Don't let the devil get to you. So I'm going to leave it at that. I have another uh, thing that I want to talk about, but I may do it later. Be a planter of hope, people. Be a planter of hope. Sometimes we have to throw out a lot of hope before we get some back. We have to plant a lot of hope before we get some back. Sometimes joy isn't always the easiest thing to make. But we keep planning it and planning it and planning it and sometimes we get some back. You have to keep planting these things and, and being faithful to these things. And then people will you know, see your harvest after a while. People don't notice everything immediately, okay? 
They don't notice it. Because they're too caught up in their tunnel vision to do anything. You may see the big picture. You may see the goal. You may see everything falling into place. And that's good because that's what God's doing. But when not everything aligns for you perfectly, you have to understand that not all people follow God perfectly. So some things don't line up. You have to look at what you're supposed to do next and be patient. You have to be patient with people. Because some people aren't aren't built up like you. They're not prepared like you. So understand that God loves you. He loves you a lot. I have to tell you that. When you get disappointed, he feels for you. He prays for you. It's not because you're idolatrous or anything like that. It's because you get excited sometimes. And you want to do everything that he's telling you to. And when something doesn't work out, you get mad and disappointed. And you don't know how to handle it. And sometimes people throw out everything because they don't know what to do next. Then God gives them another idea which they feel great about and excited about and everything. You have to understand what is you're putting on the shelf, what is, you know, you need faith for, and what's a distraction. And you have to understand there's a lot of distractions that we have we don't always have the word. Sometimes we have a word from the Lord that we can do something, and he's giving you an idea. And sometimes he wants you to take faith and keep working on it. He doesn't want you to give up on your ideas. Everything is beautiful in its time, okay? Everything works out in its time. It may be in heaven when it works out. You know, I had a dream. You know, God showed me my business in heaven, and it was huge. You know, I I now have a website, you know, that I can sell my products from. I didn't have that before. It's not everything I want it to be because I, I can't control it completely. But it, it's better than what I had before, you know? And so, you know, you can, you can start off with small beginnings. You don't have to have everything perfect. You don't have to have some billionaire investing you. Look for the hope. Plant seeds of hope. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Even when you have distractions, 
even when you have other things happening. Sometimes God wants you to change your focus. You have to look at where he's leading. That's where you have to look. Sometimes he doesn't make it clear till a little while. And then it becomes clear. Don't give up on your dreams. God gave you dreams for a reason. He wants to bless you and prosper you and let you have amazing things. It's more than just having stuff. Because that's not what it is. Is we have to live in his finished work. That's what we have to live in. It doesn't always happen like you think. Okay? I want you to follow him. I want you to follow Jesus. Because his ways are better than our ways. His, his time is better than our time. So, don't let things hinder you. Expecting God. Expecting in God is different than you expecting in people. Because I know you want to be told, go here, do this, go there, and do this. You want to be told that sometimes. And then when you go there and nothing happens, right? Maybe dealing with a disappointment demon. And you have to fight that. You have to fight for your, your future. You have to see why. So when people say no, they say no. Okay? It just happens. People aren't built the way you're built. I want you to go beyond visualizing, okay? I don't want you to visualize because that's actually a, a spell. It's a spell of your emotions. I want you to to ask where he's leading you. You get, let him give you the vision. Don't give it yourself. Let him give you the vision. I wish I could explain the it better. I, I saw that in a book um, about the visualization thing. We have to believe. You believe what God tells you and then you move forward. Sometimes you're you're told something by God 
and it doesn't happen because it's not in its time. We want it to happen tomorrow, but it doesn't. Understand it takes a while sometimes. And sometimes it's not always the meaning that we think. He may have said, well, go here and do this. But he didn't tell you when. And he didn't, he told you something in a parable sometimes. And he has to, he has to do it differently in the time that it's done. Then you're like, oh, that was it. That's what he said. That's what he meant. It happened finally. Now it now it works. <laughs> so, you know, you have to understand that things happen in their own time. So just put that in the back of your mind and do God's work. Fish where the fish are at. Not just anywhere. You have to look for where God is opening up opportunities. Then go there. And there's your opportunity. So believe in him and do what he tells you. He loves you. Believe. 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 Okay, so basically that's it. Um, I I just wanted to share that with you and follow him. Okay, follow God. He'll lead you to great things. This is Mike Wilkinson signing off. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Mike Wilkinson with another reporting for FreeEncouragement.org and, and Greater Grace. And I just want to talk a little bit about destiny today. It's, it's been on my mind for a long time. Um, I wanted to do a uh, comic books thing about destiny and really just, you know, digging into that and seeing uh, who we are as people. And we need to look at destiny in a, in a way that is full of hope and, and joy and mean, a lot of meaning and really just giving us an abundance of life. And when we look at this with an abundance of life, with joy, with meaning, you know, with with happiness and everything that it is, then we can really just understand the Lord. And we understand that He is joyous, He is full of life, and we have to really dig deep into the Spirit and and really get God's character. You know, our destiny is full of life because if we receive Jesus as our personal Savior, then we really do have an abundant life because we have Him. 
and everything works towards him and, and the happiness of the individual comes along and the joyousness of the individual comes along and everything about it just comes along and we have uh, the fullness of life. And so we really want to just understand Jesus and everything that he is. He's just a, a, a person full of life. He's God full of life. And so we can really just understand that as we go along with our life. And so we need to always have Jesus on our mind when we, when we look at, you know, this abundance of life. And, you know, we really need to just understand that there's more for ourselves than, than if we were saying that there was no hope and that there's nothing and, and all that, which is total garbage. And so we get the fullness of who God is from Him. We see it in Him. We love it in Him. We bear it in Him. And we, we see more in Him. And so we want to just really just understand the fullness of what God has. And really just understand that He is full of life and full of truth and justice and everything else. And so we need to look at it at Christ for our personal salvation. We need to look at Christ for our personal happiness. And so when we look at our personal happiness in regards to destiny, we we can bear the full truth that yes, it, it, it is about us being happy. And God wants our destiny to be happy. He doesn't say that, oh, we're just out for a miserable time. No. He, he never says that. You know, He can move us around and take us to a place that's full of happiness. And we can be happy. You know, you have to look at God's full heart and say that He has a, a happy tell for you. And he wants you to have that. So we need to trust him and, and, and go towards that. And so when we really just bear the son's name and bear his, his destiny and, and bear all that he is, then we start to see, you know, what, what he's about, who he is, what he's like and really just seeing what he's like really shows us joy and peace and, and offering great things to the journey and so when we look at this journey and we really see his peace and everything then we have an abundance of life so, destiny is an abundance of life because it's eternal, it's full of Christ. That's what real destiny is like. Now, sure, people choose the bad road, they choose all the bad decisions, and they, they fall into all these bad things, and that's not what God's about. 
know, he guides us towards truth and justice and love and peace and everything that God is. He shows us that. So, look at these things. Understand these things. Because he has more for you than you think. God-given destiny is full of life. It's, it's an eternal life. So even though our our life is like a speck, it's tiny, it's small, it, and you know, we come to know the Lord in that speck of life, and we start to see him for who he is in the fullness of the ocean. You know, because because our life is is much longer than the speck that we're on. You know, it's much. There's a long line, and it stretches out to eternity and, and to places far away. And our life is is longer than than just the imagination that we, we think of and the length that we think of. You know, God wants you to bear everything. He wants you to know Him. He wants you to see Him. He wants you to have that life. He wants you to have your destiny. Your destiny is with God. That's where you should always think about your destiny being with. And we correspond our destiny to our actions. Okay? You know, our... We are always improved upon. And he fixes us. And we have to understand that he's there for us. He wants us to be more than what we are. So when we see him and when we, when we follow him, we, we come to know the true knowledge of our destiny. God's destiny is stronger than our, than our own will or anything. And we want to follow him because it's better. So we need to make the right choices to it's better. Because we don't want death. We don't want to die. We don't want to, to feel that second death. Because that's not life. That's So we should correspond our destiny with what is life. What is that life? What is making us alive? So we correspond our destiny with what makes us alive. Then we fully have it. We have our destiny. Don't correspond with death because death isn't good for you. He has to let us work through the things, and work through the attitudes, and work through everything that we, we we've done. 
and and in heaven, you know, you know, our our slate is clean, and we're given a new body where we don't have to feel, you know, the deaths of earth, but we walk with Him and know what's true. We know what's life, and we feel that life, and we know it. Even if we were punished in heaven, God would know how to do that in a heavenly way. So we, we don't let go of the Savior. We don't let go of God. We, we come to new intimacy with Him, and we're His children. He helps His children. He helps them towards the goal, towards who they want to be and who they need to be. They need to be like Christ. And because he's the perfect image of, of everything that we want to know. And so we have to we have to change and be like him. This isn't a, a, a mere thing, okay? This is not just a... a a mere decision that we're going to be like someone and really like it. No, this is this is you know what life's about, and it's not it's not a you know a lesser thing because we know what real life's about. It's an abundant life with God. Having God has abundance to it, and we like it. Because it it works for everyone. Some people don't want to do that because they they don't understand what real life's about. They're not seeing him. They they don't understand. They don't know. If they truly knew why their destiny would be so great with him, they would follow him and do what he says. So that's that, guys. Real destiny is in God. It's eternal life. And so... When we just really accept him and all that he is, we understand what life's about. It's not a mere life. It's not It's not less of a life with him. It's more. We have to see what the more is. And the more and more and more and more. You know, it, it, it doesn't run out. It, it just has what it is. And has more of it.
So we see him and we know it. Because what he is is worth more than anything that we can imagine. It's beyond imagination. It's life. So live an eternal life with him. Start it today. Say, dear Jesus, I love you. Help me to live that fullness of life with you. Let me to have the fullest life that you are. You give a fullness. And we need you. We need you, God. We need you. I want to live that fullness of life. So we go with him. We follow him. We do what he tells us to. And he leads us to the full truth of life. We have life with him. So follow that. Give him the life of yourself and he'll give you more. He gives you peace. You give him love. He loves you more. He has more for you. See the fullness of life that he has. And you'll enjoy it. So follow that. Follow him. Follow Jesus. I want you to love him. And see him. And enjoy him. You enjoy eternal life with Him. And it starts now. It may not be perfect on earth, but you're going to enjoy things more and more as you see the value of God. So look at the value of God and look at the value that He puts in your life because it's very valuable in your life. So look at the fullness of life that He has and, and bear it. Love Him and see Him. So you have it. I want you to think about all that he is and really enjoy him. Well, guys, I um I I don't have really anything else to say right now. So I'm going to just you know, tell you that, you know, the Lord is good and follow him. See him out. See him out of all things that he is. Look to him. Know his life. Hey everyone, just doing another uh, recording session here. Um, today I, I want to talk about, um, I, God keeps telling me this word, it's called effigy. And I guess it's similar to effort. I, I looked it up and I really can't see it anywhere. But um, I, I wrote 
a, a blog about effort, uh, trying to touch on the subject. But I, I guess this is something somewhere, maybe it's a word somewhere, and I'm trying to just figure that out. Um, and so, you know, it, it is, uh, when we look in the Bible for effort, when we look into it, it means that we make every effort to do the Lord's will and to do what he tells us to and to uh, and to look at our salvation in him. So when we look at our salvation in him, we need to make every effort to be pure and holy and wonderful towards the Lord. And so we want to be wonderful towards the Lord and have everything that the Lord wants us to have. And, and, and so we don't want to make a fleshly effort. We want to make godly effort. And so when we make godly effort, we have Him leading us and everything. And we walk with the fruit of the Lord. So when we walk with the fruit of the Lord, that's when we see what is making good fruit and what is not making good fruit. Then we see what really is God because we make good fruit with Him. If it's leaving you in this overthinking mess, you know, He, he doesn't want you to overthink. Okay, I was told that yesterday. And that's that's what I, I feel like I had a problem with. Because, you know, we all have problems and issues and some of us wanna want to do what we're supposed to do. Some of us wanna just do what he tells us to and some of us wanna go beyond the effort and go to the next level with it. We have to watch out when we go when we go with great effort that we're not striving. We have to go with great effort at looking at our salvation. And that's more important. Okay? We, we walk in His holiness and we do what His holiness tells us to do. He gives us grace when we walk in his efforts. You know, and and so we have to determine and we have to balance. And I like to always go back to balancing uh, what is striving, what is effort, effort, and what is um, and, and what is overthinking. And what is right. Now God doesn't punish you. For. Overthinking. He just wants you to say. He'll tell you peace be still. You know peace be still. So we can't lose our, our stillness. We can't lose our peace. Trying to figure out everything. Beforehand. 
And so sometimes he has to slow us down and he stops and he's quiet and he just wants you to do what you're supposed to do with it. And then you've made the effort. He doesn't want you to overthink. He wants you to have joy and peace. A lot of times we get wound up and we don't know what to do with it. And, and it's like we try and try and try and try to figure out. When God's saying, peace be still, I'll figure it out with you. Sometimes he wants to figure it out with us. You know, he, he doesn't want us to, to overthink. He wants us to be calm. Okay, sometimes we can relate overthinking to, you know, stressing out about it. And we don't want to stress out about things. I know sometimes we really, really want an answer. I mean, really, really want an answer. And we go too far with it. And then we're frustrated. And then we're yelling at God. Then we're just saying, I'm mad. I don't like you. Blah, 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 blah. And I love God. You know, we should all love God. You should love God. Everyone should love God. Because God keeps us at this place of, of love. That's what he wants you to think. That he is a loving God. And that is true. He is wise. And we have to see why he's stopping us from getting the answer so quick. Because he doesn't want us to lose our patience. Okay? We don't want to lose our patience in the Lord. We want to have what he has in us. And so, you may want to be aware of that, you know, instead of overthinking. You know? I, I, I get messages all day. You know, and it's just, it never stops. And I, and I, I have to, I have to slow down sometimes and let him work. Sometimes God wants to be glorious and he wants to work for us. He wants to work and, and make everything right. He doesn't want us to worry about things. He doesn't want us to overthink about things. He doesn't want us to be anxious about things. And so we have to look at what what we're leaning towards. Because we don't want to be frustrated. You know, frustration is just a root of anger and we don't want that. So we have to just be aware of these things. You know, when we really see the Lord in our ways, He sees us. And we have to look at what is true, you know? We have to look at what is right about the situation, what is true about the situation. And then we have our peace. Peace be still. Okay? Don't overthink things. 
Because we can do that. And we can turn our brain into an idol and we don't want that. Okay? It's not about what I know. It's about what is what he knows. And we don't want to get prideful with our thoughts. Because if we overthink and we think we're the master of our own dominion. You know, it's not... It's not the truest thing, you know. It, we have to just say that the Lord is our master. He is our savior. He gets us out of this worriness, this overthinking, this this stuff that gets in the way. Satan's the one that wounds us up, and we don't want that. We want to be right with God and be at peace. So don't worry, okay? It's okay to have your own thoughts, and that's that's not what I, I meant, okay? You can have your own thoughts. You can think your your own things. You can have your opinion. But make sure it's rooted in the Lord. I mean, like, because that's that's always true. God maintains. God's like a emotional engineer for us, and, and He always shows us what is what we need, you know, at the moment, and what and what we need to understand. You know, we need to dig deep and, and really just understand these things. He doesn't want you to be anxious. He doesn't want you to be overthinking. Like I said, we don't want to make a brain our idol. So we we just use our brain, okay? We don't make our brain our idol. Doesn't mean that we don't understand things. Doesn't mean that we have to throw all all knowledge away. And that's not what I mean, okay? And I don't mean knowledge of the tree of evil uh, or good. You know, I mean I mean knowledge that leads to prosperity which is the other way it's talked about there's a knowledge in the bible that is right okay so we need to understand that you know we can't we can't allow our brain to become a uh, a you know we can't let it fall apart you know, we have to exercise our brain, keep our brain active, and that's it's not overthinking exactly. It it is reading and and working on the different parts of our brain to keep it going and work at it. There's a lot of brain things out there that you can look up and use. Some of them cost money, and, and some of it is worth it. You know, you need to work your brain. 
you need the you need a good sweat sometimes you know you really just let it think and let it run and, and just let it be what it needs to be you know eat some meat jump you know just you know do what you're supposed to do okay So, when you are in the midst of things, you need to weigh, am I overthinking things? Am I trying too hard? The Lord doesn't want you to try too hard. He doesn't want you to be anxious. So, think about it like that. Okay? We don't want to strive into anxiousness. Okay? We don't want to fret about anything. I know it's hard to maintain some things sometimes. That's when you have to just give it to the Lord. You know? He's got your salvation. He's got it handled. That's when you give it to Him. And say, look, I don't know. And I'm trying. But I can't figure it out. So I'm just going to leave it. In the Lord's hands. And that's what you gotta do sometimes. Sometimes it's about repenting. Okay? You repent from all your pride and all your overthinking and all your brain idolatry and all all this what the Lord doesn't want. He wants you to be prosperous and in love with him. Okay? He doesn't want you to overthink. So, that's a wrap, guys. I guess that's it. If you want to read more about the things that we write and, and make videos for and podcasts for, you can go to freeencouragement.org and and check it out. Now, the DNS features aren't working always right, so I have a blog spot that works. It's a freeencourageme.blogspot.com. When I, a while back, when I tried to, um, I, I lost my, I lost, you know, my uh, website because I didn't renew it, and I, I couldn't use MikeWilkinson.org anymore because they wanted to charge me like seven hundred dollars to use it because there's some famous people with that name, and so I I had to just give it up to the Lord and go back to freeencourageme.blogspot which was the first one I used. And so I know that kind of stuff can make you fret and you don't understand and and you know it, it's just it's just there and, and we may fix it later on when we have some money. Um but be blessed, guys.
okay? I want to lead you in a quick prayer, okay? Like I always do. Because we need to pray, and we need to make prayer a part of our lives. It's very important, and some people don't think it is, but it's very important. So even if you don't know what to pray, just lift things to the Lord. Lift, you know, just do things for God. Okay? So let's pray. Dear Jesus, if you never prayed this prayer, we're going to pray the prayer of salvation. It's, Dear Jesus, come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. If you pray that, if you mean that, if you believe that, the Lord is going to help your life. He's going to change your life and make it work so it works. So look towards Him, okay? Look towards Jesus because it's worth it. Friendship would reign secure and everything. So we lift him up. We lift we lift Jesus up and we follow the Lord. And his ways are perfect and righteous and powerful and loving and wondrous and glorious and gracious and beautiful. And it's all that we ever need or want. So we lift up to the Lord. And we give it. We give everything to him. And we thank him for it. We thank you God. We thank you God for your grace. Alright guys. This has been a great session. And I am really thank you for listening. And uh, keep listening. Okay? Because you'll be. You'll be uh inspired and and everything so that's that's it and i want to thank you and thank you have a, a great day bye bye